Hey friend, I'm Michael McCurry, and you're listening to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm so very thankful that you are. You know, I'd love to hear how you are listening. Every time I ask, a few of you folks are so kind to tell me, and sometimes it's people from Wisconsin, sometimes Arizona, sometimes Washington State, sometimes right here in Illinois, people all over the place. I'd love to hear two things. Number one, how you're listening. Do you listen to the radio? If so, what station do you normally tune into? Every once in a while, someone surprises me and they tell me they're listening on a radio station I didn't even know this broadcast was on. How that happens, I've got no idea. We'll just call it the providence of God. Number one, I want to know, I want to know how you're listening. Maybe you listen on podcast. Maybe you listen to the video version. You watch the video version on YouTube. You can search Bible Tracks Incorporated for that. Maybe, just maybe, you listen in internationally. Maybe you are outside of the good old U.S. of A. So I want to know how you listen. And number two, I want to know where you're listening from. Maybe tell me, if you tell me what radio station, tell me the city and state as well. I'd love to know that. You say, okay, I've got this information. I've got the how. I've got the where. How do I let you know? Well, let me give you a phone number. You can text me right now. And as I'm able Sometimes I get a lot of texts, and it takes me a day or two to get through all of them, but to my knowledge, I'm still responding to every text that I get. If for some reason I haven't responded to you and I miss you, let me know, okay? I'll get back to you. But here's that phone number. You can text me right now at 309-316-7240. Again, that's 309 one six seven two four zero. Today and this week on the broadcast, we are focusing in on some of our gospel tracks. Well, our ministry is called Bible Tracks Incorporated. It's probably not a bad thing for us to focus on tracts every once in a while. And today we're looking at one called What About Eternal Life? And those of you that are watching the video version, you can actually see this gospel tract. It's an interesting design on the front cover. It's bright red. Well, it's not quite fire engine red, but it's definitely a bright color. And it says, heaven or hell, what about eternal life? And today, I'm going to share that gospel tract with you. If you're a Christian friend and you're looking for gospel tracts, you're always on the lookout for that next hook that you're going to put in the water, this gospel tract might be one that you should consider. Or maybe you're a friend, but maybe you're not a friend of God. Maybe you call yourself a friend of mine. I'd love to call you a friend, but maybe you don't know Christ as a friend. Maybe he's not your savior. Maybe he's not your Lord. Maybe he's not your master. Maybe we need to fix that today. This gospel tract is for you. Let's dive right into this gospel tract, heaven or hell. What about eternal life? Let's look together. First John chapter 5 and verse number 11 says this, This is the record that God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. An old gentleman lay on his deathbed. He had been a church member since childhood. All his life he had faithfully worked in the church. He thought he was saved and ready to meet God. But he had just learned that salvation cannot be earned or merited by good character and religion, but that it is a gift. Friend, to have it, he found out that one must receive the Lord Jesus Christ. And now, 
when the light finally dawned upon the old gentleman, he realized that his lifetime of religious activity availed him nothing, and that, despite it, he was not ready to die. He had religion, but he didn't have eternal life. With trembling lips, he spoke of the dreadful fact that he was a good church member, but lost. Friend, are you religious, but lost? Eternal life does not mean everlasting existence. Everyone has that, including the devil, demons, and fallen angels. You don't have eternal life unless you have received the Lord Jesus Christ. Eternal existence, yes. Eternal life, not so fast. You do have eternal existence, which means you will live on forever in heaven or hell. But when you receive the Son of God as your Lord and Savior, your sins are forgiven, you're saved from hell, and then you have the promise of a home in heaven. But eternal life means more than all this. It means that you become a partaker, for 2 Peter 1.4, a partaker of the divine nature. You become, get this, a child of God. Eternal life is the new life that God gives to all who are willing to receive his Son. It is the life of God imparted to man. Eternal life is presented as a gift. This is the record that God hath given to us eternal life. You cannot buy it because the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. You say, I think if I behave myself and I'm faithful to my religion, I'll go to heaven. But God says, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. That's Titus 3.5. It's bad manners to insist on paying for a gift. Suppose you invite me out for a delicious steak dinner. I wouldn't be too irritated with that, would I? Now, if you invited me out and I insisted on paying the bill, you would advise me to take a course in etiquette, wouldn't you? You invited me. You specifically wanted me to go out. You desired to pay. You wanted to be a blessing. But if I said, no, give me that check, I'm going to pay, that would be bad manners. God is offering his salvation as a gift. Yet some of you, dear listeners, who pride yourselves on your exceptional education, your perfect manners, your polish, your culture, your positively rude to God. You're very careful to be courteous to your fellow man, yet you refuse to receive the gift of eternal life from the hands of a merciful God. You insult him by trying to pay. With your good deeds for the salvation he so graciously offered, it's the height of ill manners. An old man with whom I was dealing said to me, I'm afraid, I'm afraid that my bad deeds will outweigh my good deeds. And I said, Mister, even if your good deeds had outweighed your bad deeds, you still wouldn't have the slightest chance of going to heaven. That startled him, and I hope it startles you. He looked at me, Dr. Paul said, in utter amazement. He thought if his good deeds outweighed his bad deeds, all would be well. And there are multiplied thousands, if not millions, that believe the same thing. That man thought he could earn or buy or merit eternal life by his goodness after I showed him that salvation is a gift. He made the right decision and bowed his head to receive the Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. 
eternal life. Eternal life is presented as gift. It's presented in a person. And this life, the Bible says, is in his son. Not in religion, not in a lodge, not in your morality, but a person in God's son. The one who died for your sins, rose again, and is now seated at God's right hand, exalted as Lord. He that hath the Son hath life, 1 John 5.12. He that hath the Son of God, hath, uh, he that hath not the Son of God, hath not life. You may belong to a church. You may enter into all the ceremonies of religion. You may be a decent, even a respectable citizen. You may even believe in God, but the solemn truth is this. If you do not have God's Son, if you have never received Him, you do not have eternal life. You are still lost, still guilty before God, and headed for judgment in hell. Make sure you have the Son. Without Him, there is no hope, no matter how good and religious you may be. He that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. You, you can settle this most critical matter now by receiving the Lord Jesus Christ. Tell Him you trust Him now. God will give you eternal life when you, by faith, accept His Son, but not before. The Bible says, John 1.12, As many as received him, to them gave he power to become the children of God. Don't be religious, but lost. We were conducting, Dr. Paul says, a second series of meetings in a particular church, and a lady said to me, I had been a member of this church for 26 years, and I thought I was on my way to heaven. But during the meetings you had here last year, my eyes were opened. I realized I had never been saved. And shortly after the meetings closed, I asked our pastor to lead me to Christ. This was a baptized church member that believed God, believed in God, went through all the forms of religion, and was still on her way to hell. Thank God she saw the truth and admitted she was lost and received the Lord Jesus Christ. Had she died during those previous 26 years, she would have gone to hell as surely as she had never gone to church. And this is also true of you. If you have not been born again, she was a church member, had religion, but she didn't have the son. She didn't have the son of God. There will be thousands of baptized church members in hell. But what about you? Eternal life is the present possession of all who have the son. This isn't something you have to wait for. It's something you can do right now. He that hath the son hath life. Notice that verse does not say, say you will get eternal life when you die or at the judgment or in heaven, but right now hath means that you have eternal life the moment you have the Lord Jesus Christ. God doesn't put you on probation when you receive his son. He gives you eternal life. There's no such thing as having eternal life apart from the son. Neither is it possible to have the son without having eternal life. If you have the son, you have eternal life. If you have eternal life, it's because you have the son. If you receive the Lord Jesus Christ by faith, God will blot out your sins save you from coming judgment, and you will become his child. Don't you want to do that? You'll be ready. You'll be on your way to heaven, ready to die, ready to live, and ready should the Lord return for his own before you die. Can I encourage you to settle this vital matter now while your heart is tender at this moment and the Spirit of God is striving with you? Now is the accepted time. Today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow may be too late. Trust Christ today. Friend, heaven or hell, what about eternal life? Do you have it? You'll be everlastingly existent somewhere. My prayer is that it's in a place called 
heaven because you have eternal life. Without God's Son, if you're trusting in your works, if you think you can help your way, realize, friend, God didn't put salvation on layaway. He didn't make a down payment, and now you have to you have to pay the rest of it all. Friend, it's a free gift. And as we just heard, it's the height of rudeness to try to pay for a gift. Accept that free gift today. I'm going to encourage you to join us tomorrow on the broadcasts. If we have one last day of this week left, and we're going to share with you a gospel track. We've talked about it recently, but I think it's worth talking about one more time. It's called The Warrior. If you've never heard about it, join us tomorrow. Have a great day for His glory. Contact us if you have questions. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 a faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.